0: Welcome to the Turtle Tracks podcast. I'm your host Brian Van Hooker, and I'm here today with artist Chris Allen, who was the primary artist on uh, the Archie TMNT series for a good lot of its run. Uh, thanks so much for being with us today, Chris. Hiya. yeah. So, um, you know, I just to speak for on behalf of turtles fans. Uh, your artwork is one of those that really helped uh, define my youth. For as far as Ninja Turtles goes, I mean. Um, it at the same when I was a kid, all of it seemed to be kind of the same thing. But then as you grow older, you realize there are a lot of differences in between what you did or Ken Mitroni did or, or Steve Levine did. And certainly what Eastman Lair did. So, I mean, um, it's, it's really a thrill to talk to you because, uh, there's a lot of images that I remember from my childhood that were drawn by you. So thank you for doing this.
1: Oh, well, again, you know, as I was saying, uh, in our our pregame, I'm just constantly amazed that anybody cares what I have to say. So, I'm. I'm thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> oh, my pleasure. I, I, I'm just thinking of one in particular, um, in, in no particular order. There is a space arc of the um, Archie series, and then they were in space a lot. But like, there's this cover where all the turtles and, and Ninjara and are like blasting weapons and stuff off camera. I'm not sure if you know the ca- the cover I'm talking about. Yep. Yep. Uh, but that. I w- recently, before our conversation, I binged Start to Finish, uh, the Archie's um, Adventure series. Uh, and when that cover came up for me, I was like, holy shit, this was like, the, like, like this wash of memories when I saw that one. So that, <laughs> that one in particular stuck with me. So
1: I did love that one. I, 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 I actually painted that one up as a portfolio piece after the fact. I, I might have to hunt
0: that down and send it to you. Oh, it's a classic one. It's really fantastic. <laughs> uh, before we get into all the details, though, I'm curious uh, how you got started uh, being an artist.
1: I mean, the, uh, this, the cliched answer is, like, you never start being an artist. You just always are. And, you know, I was one of those, um, you know, uh, socially awkward kids that would rather spend all of his time sitting by myself doodling than, you know, any, anything that involved anybody else. (laughs) It's funny when people, um, uh, I've been in front of some people occasionally and they're like, you know, come talk to us. And I'm like, yeah, sure. An entire life spent sitting alone in a room drawing pictures really prepared me well for this. Um, and, uh, went to the school of visual arts, um, in the, uh, in the mid to late 80s and um they had a uh job placement program and archie comics was looking for people in their bullpen at the time and um i took a shot and was working there and happened to be um doing some art corrections and things like that in the adventures book when it first uh started out and i believe it was Matroni that was working on it before me started falling behind and was feeling a little overwhelmed with the book and Steve Murphy gave me a shot cause I had been lobbying and sort of auditioning by sending him sketches and whatnot. And, um, and I, and then I did the one issue and I did it quickly and he was happy with that and he was happy with what I got, what he got. So he offered me the book and that was oh, wow. a big risk because, um, prior to that, you know, that would have meant quitting, um, Archie, because the first issue I did, I did in my spare time while still working full-time. And um, so that that would have meant, you know, quitting my job and devoting myself to the book full-time. And I did that for five years. I said, you know what, I'm going to take a shot. I did it for five years. And then when that book died, it kind of coincided with one of the cyclical implosions of the comics industry, which I believe they're going through another one right now. Mm. And... Um, and so it was very hard to find work after that, so I had to learn how to use computers.
0: <laughs> oh, so really, it was like your first job was like at Archie and then sliding into turtles, yeah, yeah That's awesome.
1: I did that um uh, yeah,
0: I was doing that through my late twenties very cool now the um the issue you started with was that when uh like the whole um Arc where Bebop from Rock City came back for a couple issues. Is that where it started? Uh
1: I think that was right before me. Oh, okay. Um I think the the arc that I started on was I did one like fill-in issue. Um and which I honestly don't even remember what the, the storyline was, but the the arc right after that, what I, I started doing it regularly, introduced Ninjara. So I pretty much and is not my character. Um, but wow, I have a sense of ownership to her. Um, wow. And I pretty much was the only one drawing her, pretty much, you know, throughout her existence. I was the first one to draw her published. Uh, Murphy and... Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on, on who actually designed her look. Um, but Murphy, Steve Murphy came up with the character and had somebody from Raj design her look and then sent me the the character sketch and then you know I was the first one to have her uh, appear in a book um the first one to draw her I guess present her to the world and uh but uh and then and then you know I was also the one to draw her last
0: (laughs) for sure (laughs) Uh, absolutely yeah and then um it's uh, I mean, whenever I think of Ninjara, it's only in your artwork. I think it's like that's the only. I mean, maybe another artist handled her here or there, but I mean, there was
1: it was a here and there thing. Yeah, occasionally yeah. there would be a Matroni one. Occasionally there would be um, a a a, a Derek. Um,
0: wow, man, I'm blanking on these names. <laughs> no, it, there's a lot. I mean, uh, and, is it another artist or.
1: Yeah, he did he, he did some of the Animal stuff. Um, oh, uh, Garrett Ho? Garrett Ho, yeah. I really loved his stuff, yeah. And he Yeah, his stuff is cool. He isn't yeah.
0: more like that like kind of squashy cartoony stuff. Yes. Yours was yes. A more on the serious edge. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like my stuff kind of bridged the gap between the the super cartoony and the more serious stuff cuz Yeah. I I tend towards my my default is very cartoony drawing. And and I try to do serious, and that's as serious as I can get. <laughs> for a long time, it frustrated me because only people ever wanted to see um, in the industry was super serious. Sure. And, and, you know, nowadays, um, you know, the door is wide open for anybody to do anything. Um, but, you know, in the um, late 80s, early 90s, everything was, you know, super muscles, uh, magazines and pouches. And
0: yeah. (laughs) Lots of pouches. Lots of pouches. So (laughs) and a ton of mutton chops. Like there's a period ton of of mutton chops, yep. There's like 20 (laughs) X Men with mutton chops in the 90s for some strange reason.
1: (laughs) And I had done a little bit of work for um Disney, but that was a here and there thing. And but for about five years, um I tried to I actually tried to branch out a bunch, but um it was there was not a lot of um What's I'm looking for a lot, of, not a lot of response, not a lot of nibbles mm-hmm. um, for things that uh, that weren't turtles or Archie. So that when the turtles book um, kind of wrapped up, I was I, I drifted away from comics. Uh, period. Oh, wow. We tried. I tried Murph and I. You, everybody knows the story where we tried to um, keep Ninjar going through uh, furlough for um, the anthropomorphic books, and that came at a time when both of us were struggling um a lot like both professionally and like emotionally because um you know the the turtles book dried up and that was my main source of income and i said like okay I, I gotta find something else to do and um and it was it was very demoralizing and murph was also dealing with i don't want to say s- similar things but definitely in the same ballpark and it was just hard for us to focus and we wanted to, but we just, um, you know, just just couldn't couldn't pull together.
0: Forgive me, I'm not sure what you're uh, referring to. What did you guys try to do at the end of the? You episode?
1: didn't. Uh, you. Were, I'm sorry. Most people are aware. that like uh what happened was after the the book dried up, uh, Steve Murphy held on. To, Steve Murphy got the copyright, uh, the ownership of the Ninjara character, and oh. we tried to spin her off into her own book through um through furlough f-u-r-r-l-o-u-g-h like as a um an anthropomorphic book okay that put up i albedo anthropomorphics i think was the name of that book and um it was a serialized uh story that was you know going it was one it was the book was was an anthology book and there would be a chapter from one character in there and there there would be an entire chapter and then um, we only did, I think, like three ish, three chapters before we just realized, you know what? We just can't. This is just not working. Um, I'm deeply so ashamed to say I don't know about this. I'm oh, <laughs> you're the only. You're you're. I'm surprised. I know, me too. I'm I get prepared. nagged a lot. I get nagged a lot about. It.
0: <laughs> was it was it all published or was this before it went out?
1: No, these were um the three were published and then um you know it came to like get the fourth work, book together and. Um, I mean, I can't even blame Murph. I was dragging my butt on it. It was really hard for me to do while I was trying to like find regular work. And, and he was in the same boat. Um, we were, we both had like young families at the time. So, um, there was, you know, I think a sense of panic in trying to survive that didn't leave a lot of room for, um, you know, drawn comics. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh wow like, I, again I'm, I'm de- you know when I was a kid, I mostly um I was more into the cartoon of the comp and the uh and the um later on the Mirage comics, and it's only been in more recent years, and honestly, in the past month that I like have read Archie all the way through start to finish, and I did not know that uh ninjara had her own spinoff thing, so uh, so um, Murphy owned the copyright from uh mirage he he, he no uh, mirage no longer owned ninjara at that point
1: right um so what happened was um here i'm sending you a little write-up about it
0: oh wow i'm so ashamed I really am <laughs> <laughs> so what
1: terrible. happened was was that when mirage was getting ready to um sell a bunch of uh not really sell but uh, before the, the sales nickelodeon um hey look there I, there I am good god that's terrible um When 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 before mirage was getting ready to sell to nickelodeon um they just they they were they were trying to consolidate and they wanted to um buy up everybody's uh because what happened was a lot of people had created characters um, sure. during a run like you would create a character you could create it there and mirage just said you know what we're, we're tired of having all these characters floating around um being owned by like 50 different people um so we're just we're just we're just buying everybody out you know and it, it made sense for the most part because you know you're not going to do anything with these things um but i think murph fought to hold on to ninjara and he because he felt uh, a real um a sense of a sense of family to her too we both did he and i and um and then so then we just uh, we said, let's see what we can do with her. So
0: oh wow. So do, do you know if Mirage ever got that character back? If she's in the Archie. I mean, they published Nope. The
1: nope. They wow. never got the character back, which is why you know you have like an a an Ninjara analog appearing in the IDW books. I don't yeah, Al, actually, I have no idea why that <laughs> was. Yeah.
0: <Huh>. yeah. <laughs> oh, that I've always wondered why like it's so close to Ninjara. Why is it not just Ninjara, that's... They're, not,
1: they're not allowed. They don't have her. They don't oh, have no, the, the ownership.: sure, I Now, I, I, I think, and you know, you, I can't speak to this, but um, I think Murph is the only one that owns her now, and I, I don't know if he just wants to hold on to her or doesn't want to do anything with her, or doesn't want to sell her, or, or they haven't reached out to her, to him about her, I don't know. Wow. And I mean, okay. I'd love to see her come back
0: just so everybody knows who's listening to this, uh, who, um, Steve Murphy yes. is credited as Dean Clorain in the issues of the, um, TMP adventures. So whenever you see Dean Clorain, that's the Steve Murphy yes, Chris yes. is referring to. So
1: there was a, there was a time there when I had to be very careful about using the right name for the right person, um, because <laughs> there was something to do with, uh, somebody was making his life very difficult. Um, I might even have been a stalker thing. Um, and knew him by Steve Murphy, so he was going by Dean Claren. And I had to make sure that whenever I was talking about him in conjunction with the Turtles book, I had to say Dean Claren because there was like I think a oh, question wow. that was personal safety. <laughs> but ever since then, he's relaxed about that a bit.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess going back to the early part of your your run on on Archie, um, how did you become like the primary artist? Because like prior to your time there, it was kind of like Mitroni would do a couple issues, maybe Lawson would do an issue or two. So, like, how did it become that you did pretty much all of them from that point on?
1: Um, So it started that the reason that I got it was because, like, Mitroni was feeling overwhelmed, Um, as I was told to me. And I've spoken to him since then. He was just falling further and further behind. Murph was getting frustrated. Um, I could work fast. And um, so that endeared me to Murph initially, I, I met my deadlines. <laughs> um, and that opened the door to a, a, a really excellent working relationship. Um, you know, like Murph and I became like two halves of a brain working on that book. Um, I would say after like five issues, we were mm-hmm. speaking the same language and it was great for him because he used to have to type up uh, full scripts with full dialogue and everything for if he was hanging it over to, to Mitch Roney or Lawson or anybody else. Whereas it became evident pretty quickly that he could just type up an outline to me. Like, I remember there were some scripts I got where it would be like, pages 15 through 17, fight. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then I would draw three pages of fights, and I would like put dialogue in the captions and and I would choreograph stuff and send it back to him, and then he would dialogue it, and that worked out really great for us and then we started trading um like I could see where he was going with some of the plots, and I would um send him uh an email and say, like, "Hey, why don't we try this?" And he was like, "Oh, that's cool." and we ended up like really becoming co-writers on the book, but I never felt I always felt like I was contributing ideas. it was really um you know, Murph was, was, was the guy behind it. So I never wanted to like claim writership of the book. I'm, I'm happy to have been somebody like, you know, Hey, this is maybe try this since you're already going in that direction. And, you know, but I, I like to think that the two of us together, you know, made it, made it better than, you know, when he was working with um, anybody else. You know, we, we were we meshed really really well together,
0: and it's kind of I think that, that
1: might have been, been why I got you know I, I just that and the fact that um, we were considered the um, the not true turtles mm. by by um, Mirage, and I think a lot of the the guys who worked for Mirage, like the guys who knew um, uh, Pete and Kevin. Like Pete and Kevin did not consider the Archie book to be like the real turtles. Okay. And um which was great for us because um they had editorial control. They had editorial say. Mirage had final editorial say. They couldn't Archie couldn't tell us what we could and couldn't write. Um okay. only Mirage had the say over that and they didn't care. So <laughs> we could do whatever we wanted. <laughs>
0: So uh, Victor Gorelick, who's on all the, who's mentioned as the editor in chief, he didn't really have a say over it. It was uh, Eastman Laird who kind of gave the final okay for what was in the yep. book.
1: Yep. Yep. Oh. Um, Archie's Archie was just the publisher, um, and Victor was, you know, the it was it was it was out of um, the uh, the Archie offices, but really that was more of what's um, uh, uh, like a, a product manager than an editor he's just making sure like you know hey we need this book done in this time you know okay sure. here it is and, and then it would um he would make sure it was lettered and colored but that wasn't anything that you would have to worry about editorial control it frustrated them sometimes and i have to admit that i wasn't very mature <laughs> about frustrating them like you know when we would do things like you know the infamous you know punching Hitler and Hitler with the brain and zombies and things like that. And they're like, you yeah, know, this is a little intense. I'm like, yeah, well, you don't get to change it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, so, yes, it, was,
1: it was a wonderful time when uh, it's one of those rare moments in your life when you're given like carte blanche and, you know, just play, just go
0: play, do whatever you want. That's cool. <laughs> i mean what was uh, so on the like every issue it said um you know uh ryan brown and and dean claraine present or whatever was ryan, ryan brown he, was he involved yes at all? ryan brown i
1: think now that you mentioned the name and i i finally uh that clicked i think ryan brown was the the one who who did the design for ninjara so that ah. might have been why um it was presenting you know her so that was his character. Okay. And, and I again, don't quote me, I'd have to check with Steve, but um, I believe Steve bought Ninjara his half from him at some point, I think.
0: Okay. And, and so, and, I mean, Brown was more part of the Mirage crew, so I'm guessing he yes. was a communication point in Mirage. As mm-hmm. as, okay, cool. So yeah. that freedom, though, kind of made you like, I know, uh, made it be its own book. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, when I was a kid, I think a lot of the environmental stuff that's in the book, I don't know that I noticed it as much, but I think it shaped a lot of what I would come to know about this stuff later on it just through osmosis. I mean, like that it, was
1: def- that was incredibly Steve. Steve yeah. was um, Steve was and is deeply concerned about the environment. Um, you know, to the point of panic inducing, I think, possibly. And I'm not going to say that he's wrong, <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was, he was really, um, I think, you know, Steve was, uh, an SJW before the term was, uh, in common parlance. And again, like I said, we, we shared a mindset, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a dirty, smelly hippie myself. So, you know, all of that fit really well together. And I think you know, that was the other thing is that we, we, we were kindred spirits to each other. So we, that might've been why we just kept going. Just get sticking together. It just it, it felt right.
0: Well, it's cool because <laughs> it gave the turtles something to kind of stand for in a way that was just like in know not just the blanket kind of like honor thing, right? So like Donnie was into the environmentalism, Leonardo mm-hmm. was the anti-gun, Bay um, mm-hmm. Fillet who was like uh I mean wouldn't step away from eco terrorist. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> there was really some cool stuff in there that gave. A lot of characters, something to believe in. Like a lot of April's stories were about investigating some toxic dump or whatever. So it worked in a way that was
1: a toxic waste criminal. And he was what? Satan, essentially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I mean, sometimes I would get these characters and I would think, is there a backstory to this guy that I should know about? No? Okay, let's just go.
0: I we were talking about your artwork. I can see why your style became like the style for the book because it suited the kind of more serious nature of it. Like it's kind of branded the all the All Ages book. and I mean, that's not wrong, but it's certainly a good deal more mature than the cartoon was at the time. Like it was, yes, we
1: definitely drifted mind. away from the cartoon. Um, and I don't and I, I wonder. Uh, uh, I wonder how much that would have happened if I wasn't around, if 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 I wasn't around, if the art hadn't lent itself to that, if I hadn't been, you know, making some of my suggestions here and there to Murph, because I was certainly happy to to push that in an envelope, too. And Murph was, I don't know if you've ever seen any of his other work. Um, there's a book out there called Puma Blues mm. that, that came out in the... Um, in the late 80s early 90s um very environmentally conscious book that murph did um under mirage and uh or no it was the other company that um eason was trying to publish where he was you know maintaining artist, uh uh you know artist integrity artists like ownership of their characters
0: um and um I know what you're talking
1: about. I can't remember the name. yeah, but like in any of, I should have I should have written down notes. I should have index cards, but um, you know, and if you read that, you can see like hints of what he was doing in Turtles, you know, um, and and it it would get dark sometimes, like super dark, and it's like wow, is this what Murph would do if he was just, you know, given free reign? And maybe, I mean, I think one of the things that if you really want to see what Murph would do if he was given free reign was like was the future arc when raf is like shoots the the in the head and the zombies are going crazy and you know and at the end it's like he gets shot in the head but it was just an opportunity to reprogram but you didn't know that when you do it when you first saw it
0: yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i I just read it and i was like holy it gets way dark
1: (laughs) that was fun that was a big a big two-page spread. It was like a big, I I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait to draw this. (laughs) Sometimes when I was working on the book for him, I wouldn't even read the script in advance. I would, I would just like pick it up and start drawing the first page on the script. And then, um, and then when I would get to something like that, I would be like, what? (laughs) I would would be as surprised as the person reading it. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: (laughs) Um I mean so what was the uh I'm, I'm curious about um you know talking about the Future Arc was there any sort of uh crossover with the cartoon or playmates or anything cuz the Future Arc featured those um those techno suits or whatever yep yep um and those were made into pretty badass toys uh around the same time I, I'm pretty sure
1: the toys came first okay and um I don't know whose idea it was, but either it was, Hey, put these toys in the book or here's an opportunity to have the toys in the book. Sure. Um, uh, but, um, I got, I got, I got the toys. They sent me the toys as, uh, as drawing reference. And that was cool. Um, and, uh, like an idiot, like I tore the blister pack open immediately.
0: No, so. <laughs> nah, that's the fun of it.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and I, yeah, I mean that was that was that was the as far as I know. I mean, they, we didn't really cross over with the toys as much because the toys, I think, at that time were getting silly. I liked the 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 future power suit lent itself well to what we were doing, so maybe that's why Mark mm-hmm. felt they were easier to include.
0: Yeah, I was curious if that was like if you knew if it was like pressured from Mirage or anything like that, or if that was just like i I'm no, I'm, no that's cool. No.
1: If, if, if Mercer was getting pressure from it, I mean, there were times when I got a sense mm. that, um, he was, uh, not always satisfied with, um, the way that he was, he was treated or, um, uh, uh, you know, attitudes at Mirage. And I don't know if that was something that was ongoing or if he was just having a bad day, but he didn't really ever talk to me about the office politics. I was based in the Bronx.
0: Okay.
1: And Mirage was, uh, Archie was in Westchester County. So, um, and, um, Mirage was up in Massachusetts. Mm. So, you know, I mean, this was, I was working out of the house, like before internet really. And it was mind numbing. I don't want to ever do that again, but (laughs) (laughs) started watching soap operas. That's a, that's a dark, dark place. Um, and he (laughs) just wouldn't. And so there wasn't really a way to be on the phone all day. And then we didn't have ims and chats then so um you know we didn't really get into a lot of the office politics but um i don't so if they were if he was given marching orders to include these toys you know i don't know i just said hey we're these are the these are the characters these are the suits these are the suits reason in the next book i'm like oh okay cool these are cool
0: thanks <laughs> do you know of any of the characters that you I well, mean, we, so start from ninjara uh, are there any other sort of notable characters that you like had a hand in uh, developing or creating their look? Or,
1: well, I created the look for for Sarnath, um, mm-hmm. the forearmed guy, yeah, and, awesome. and um, I, pre- I created the look for Golani, the, the woman with the really long, um, basically single Twi'lek head, um, which is <laughs> where I ripped that off from, um, and uh. No, a lot of the times if new characters were coming on, I think Murph would just go over to Ryan Brown in the office and say, hey, you know, because Ryan was very good at coming up with a look for characters, mm. and he would and he would say, hey, I have this character coming up. You want to give me a sketch? And then I would get a, um, oh, yeah, here you go. Here's a, here, here's a drift down memory lane. I would get a fax <laughs> <laughs> of uh, what the, the character would look like going in. You know, so... So oh, Kathmandu, uh, I remember getting the facts for that, and um, and uh, the 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 Falcon, the the Arab Falcon guy. You know, I remember get, I remember seeing that for the first time. It's like, oh, these are cool. Okay, you know, and then I would just have that sitting up next to me. Okay. But no, for the most part, I didn't do a lot of uh, character design other than just your 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 normal everyday people.
0: Cool. I, I know that. Um, I, I was always curious of what the uh, like. It's strange how little crossover seemed to happen in some ways. Like there was a ton of toys they made that were characters mm-hmm. that exist in the cartoon, never in the comics, never any basis for anything. Yep. Others that were in the comic, but there were never anything anywhere else. Although yep. a handful of like characters from adventures, certainly in the earlier issues would just become villains because we needed more villains in the cartoon. Yep. Like yep. Leatherhead. But like Ray Filet, I, I read that Ray Filet was going to be in, cartoon and I think I'm guessing uh Steve Murphy or somebody objected to it and they made it into some sort of similar character to Ray. But uh, I'm not sure if that's true or not. But I don't I
1: think a lot of that goes back to the fact that we weren't considered to be like real turtles. I don't even think that Kevin Kevin and and Pete never even considered the cartoon to be real turtles turtles to this day. um, Even with the sale of the property to uh, Nickelodeon, Pete still has the right to, I think, publish um, his own comic mm-hmm. of 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 the characters. He, I think he bought out Kevin a few years ago, so he I'm sure in his mind, he's keeping the flame alive of who the real turtles are sure. by putting that book out. and everything else that you know we were done that 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 would appear was just you know, inauthentic to him so i don't think he was i'm sure and kevin obviously felt the same if or he wouldn't have sold the property off <laughs> i imagine and yeah, it was so uh, weird,
0: though. i mean like the yeah. the adventures book and it's crazy to me that it's not considered. i mean like i i get it that's not the original turtles whatever but like i mean even at the time and like i said i i got into archie unevenly and then only just mm-hmm. ran all the way through but like even uh, forever I've known that that was the most consistent Turtles book. I mean, like, the the cartoon is one thing, and that's, like, you know, it's a kid's show. I love it, but it's a kid's show. And, like, then there's the Mirage comics, which were an anthology series. So there's, like, maybe 15, 20 issues of the actual book, and then everything else is, like, oh, this is some weird anthology spinoff by some artists and some characters that we don't even know about or care about. Yep. But, like, the Archie series was, like, the first time Turtles had mature – Thought out story arcs that would go from one story to the next, the next, the next. So you're, it was really very the sweet, first time it? the turtles actually got that kind of storytelling ever.
1: Well, I mean, at the time, well, okay. So Archie didn't like us because they didn't have control over us, and Mirage didn't like us because we weren't, you know, the authentic turtles. So um, the 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 and the amount of love that we have now. Is is a lovely byproduct of the love that we had for people who were too young at the time to have any real power. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, I mean, that's probably why. And you know, like a lot of people don't know um, that they have something like really magical sometimes until after it's gone, and that might be Archie's case. Now, I don't know that Archie looks back on the on on canceling the turtles um with a whole lot of regret i mean they picked up sonic not far after and sonic turned into a really great book under their um under their their uh, banner as well and doing a lot of the same things like playing with a lot of the same i'm not saying themes but you know the same level of maturity mm. um sonic took like a goofy video game character and went some pretty dark places with it and under Archie and we are like, wow, I guess, I guess maybe Sonic was their reaction to the turtles at the time. Like maybe we can do something turtly, but we can maintain control of it. I I don't know. That's these are, I'm, I'm spitballing. I'm theorizing.
0: Sure. Yeah. I yeah, know just going back to the toys for a second too. Like there's so many times, there's so many characters from that book that even as a kid, I was like, why don't I have, <laughs> Jara, like Ray Fillet has an awesome toy. I don't know. If, I'm sure. I'm sure you've seen it. But Ray yes. Fillet, amazing action figure.
1: But so it's funny you say that. I'm sitting downstairs in my little like craft room, and yeah, years ago, yeah. uh, I'm reaching for this, so I'll show you this. Um, years ago, they came. There was a line of toys for the realm of the Claw, and I found this guy, this chick. Where is it? Can you see it? Here we okay. Are oh um, yeah you know, oh, it's like, sorry I need, get rid of, I need to get rid of the the zoom the weird background
0: <laughs> yeah for the, uh, it's a podcast but basically it looks like you're on the muppet show with the. yeah li- well i did that because um
1: i usually i usually zoom with a puppet when i'm in and work but i found her
0: oh wow yeah it looks like ninjara for sure so it's with the express purpose of getting some sculpy and
1: making my own ninjara action figure
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that I've, I've always wanted. And, like, the Mirage figures are such a weird little – like, I've always wanted those – some sort of Mira, uh, Ninjara, Dragon, Dragon, Jaguar. Stan Winston put this out. I needed a toy. Stan, Winston, a... Stan Winston Studios. So, it's a cool, yeah, that's it. That's I haven't cool opened yet, like Max,
1: he's like 80% Ninjara right there, so. Totally. <laughs> But yes, I would have loved to have an endearer factory because, like I said, I'm, 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 I have a lot of, uh, um, it's a, I, I feel a real sense of family to her. You know, an adopted family.
0: Speaking of the <laughs> jar, like, like, what was the? i like, that was the first time. I think, yeah, it was the first time any turtle had a love interest. I mean, like, yep. her and Raphael were the first. Like I in the first turtle couple. I mean, like, what what was the objective with that? I mean, was it a sense to make it more mature? I mean, it's just sort of normal stuff, but it was kind of I think of...
1: it was just normal stuff. I think yeah. it was just you know these these two started um when she was introduced, she started hanging out with them. And next thing I know, Murph is is pushing them together, and I'm like, okay, you no, know, I could see where it was going. So I started to draw them more flirty, you mm-hmm. know and 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 making goo eyes at each other. and then, um and then, I don't know it's it's a very organic thing so I don't know if he that was his plan at the beginning or he was subconsciously thinking about it and then I picked up on that and started drawing them that way and then he picked up on that and started pushing them more i mean like I said there was a it's 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 a real um it was a very very tight working working uh relationship we had on that so like you know he would uh he, like I said, he would just send the uh, the outlines, and and um, I don't even know if the outlines always included that Ninjara and Raf initially were becoming more friendly, but over time they did because it was the direction that we started going with them. But it was it was definitely something that happened organically.
0: It's also really cool to have another female character aside from April. I mean, April got some cool new dimensions in your comic book that she didn't have elsewhere. But like yep. having Ninjara, a fully accomplished, strong female character in that, which was, for the most part, absent other than April, and so it's yep. cool to have another female character.
1: And right. we rarely saw April.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. So. I mean, was in in late in the run. Uh, actually, at the very last arc that you did, the her and Raph broke up. Was that? Yep. Well, I mean, uh, so the book. Just uh, fill in the audience. So the book. Uh, has the last saga is when was when, when Raf and Ninjar broke up. Then it radically changes for two issues where some other artists and some other writer do it. Um but like the last stories that are like adventures as far as fans are concerned have those two break up. Was that because you were gonna spin her off or was it because there's just a tar-
1: It's because because the book was coming to an end. We knew that it was and um we were so that was going into the whole forever war thing where we were going to um finish off our run with the big five issue uh super saga we're going okay. to we tied everything up and it was going to be like the alternate timeline we were going to bring characters back from who from every character we could have thought of like from the the whole run it was going to be like a best of and um uh, eric talbot uh, i I drew the the covers, Eric Halbert inked them. They're they're beautiful. Um, I've sold a lot of art over the years. Not those. <laughs> they look
0: totally um, unique, too, those, those four. <laughs> or five. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, are we talking about Forever War? Or are we talking about... Uh, yeah. Nice. Oh, Forever I'm sorry.
1: Am I involved? Yeah. There was, it was 71, 2, 3, 4, 5. Seven, it would have been issues 71 through 75. And... um, And... We drew, uh, I drew and inked the first issue, and then I was, do, 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 uh, I would say maybe 10 pages into the second issue of Penciling It, and Murph said, oh, the book's been canceled. Um, so, uh, but they've agreed to pay you for whatever you can finish by the end of the week, and that was some of the worst art I ever drew. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was never published, <laughs> I think I did like eight pages a
0: day. <laughs> you know, uh, about, you know, while we're on Forever War, so so you guys knew the book was being canceled. Why? Because like I know, like this was 94, 95? So the turtles were yes. on their way out.
1: The turtles were on their way out. They were ebbing. you know, and
0: um, and
1: Archie was tired of of paying, you know, for it, and the, the sales were going down okay and um so i guess they they were not going to um renew the contract and again mirage was like fine we don't care that's the that's the the goofy kid book we don't give a shit about that so um yeah i mean archie took their their opportunity to uh to get out from under it
0: and uh it's, I mean, so it was coming to a close, but then what about those final two issues where they just... I think
1: those final two issues were um, fill-in stories that, uh, you know, Murphy hired. Like, you always want to have, like, a couple of stories done sitting in in on the shelf in case of an emergency that you could just throw in real quick. Sure. And I think that those have already been paid for. So they figured, well, why don't we um, just publish those and get them out mm-hmm. of the way because we have the art. Um, but they didn't want to commit to the last uh, five issues, so that's what that, that was, was. The
0: intended finale was Forever War. That was going to be the case. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so that must have been planned out. I mean, Christ, six plus months in advance because Moon Eyes mm-hmm. leading into the, an ending.
1: Probably maybe more like three months in advance. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. We were we were very seat of our pants. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs>
0: You know, going into Forever War, so like I, um, for the last, I mean, uh, since its cancellation, I'm sure I know you've gotten a lot of requests from. Oh yes. When like so, I mean, was this previewed to fans, which is why they know so much about it?
1: Yes. Okay. Um. Uh. It was previewed to fans. Um. The the covers were previewed. Um. Uh, there might even have some of the uh, first pages because, like I said, we had pencil and inked. Um, which meant it was lettered because back then everything was hand lettered. Um, so it means it was penciled, inked, and lettered. So some of those pages may have been previewed as well. So, um, But definitely all five of the covers were pushed out. Um, and people were super excited about it. And then the book got canceled. Mm. Um, over the years, people kept saying, we would love to see Forever War. We'd love to see Forever War. And then um, I was doing a few fill-in, Tales of the TMNT, with Murph um, right before the uh, Nickelodeon sale and we um, was talking again. And I said, you know, people are constantly asking me about forever. And he said the same thing. And he said, you know, how do you feel about doing it? And I said, dude, I would fucking love to do it. And so he said, okay, let's, we started planning on bringing it back and wrapping up the five issue. And then the Nickelodeon sale went through. Mm. And that just that just killed everything. It was like, you know what, nobody's they're not gonna deal with that. Nickelodeon didn't want to deal with it either. And then years later, um, I think around the 50th, not 50th, I'm sorry, 30th anniversary, when IDW um did its anniversary book and Bebop Rock study came back in that little standalone story and that. I was yep. talking to the editor of IDW and he was like you know, how do you guys feel about doing forever war? And I said, again, I'd fucking love to do forever war. And, um, and I don't know why, and maybe he just couldn't get um, his editors or enough interest on in his end um, to, to commit to it. I don't, I don't know if people just didn't think it was popular enough or I don't know. I don't know. For whatever reason, it just, the, I, they talked about doing it, and then it was, it just petered away.
0: And then it, it was... Like, you must have, I wonder if it depended somehow on the sales of the collected books of the Archie series.
1: I, I, it could, it could have been, it could have been based on some rights holders drifting around there. It could have been like a legal thing, who knows what. Um, And so, I mean, if we're asked, so I might as well finish the story then, because um, again a few years after that i get contacted by a gentleman named arsini dubikov dubikov who is out of siberia and he has gotten the rights to publish the old adventures books um in russian translations and uh like i think three issues to a collection and you know he's asking me to do new covers i'm like sure you know rubles is rubles and um again he turns into this great guy and we're having a lot of fun. We're talking a lot in his, um, we're, we're at I am all the time. And then he asks me and I'm like, boy, it'd be great if you could do forever war. And I'm like, I would fucking love to do forever war. So, um, he decides to get it crowdfunded. And so we're essentially doing it like a fan film. And his goal is if we can get it done and it's finished, then he can show it to, like the publishers, Eddie W and it's like, look, here it is. It exists. Can you guys like make yeah. it like official now? And um, my attitude about that is, you know, God bless you. You yeah, know, good luck.
0: <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I mean, at that point you would hope. Cause it seems like it's easy money. It's like the story is done. It's, you don't yep. have you to worry about yep. it. Done. It's done <laughs> by the guy who drew the damn thing. Who was going to draw the damn thing anyway. So.
1: So, so I'm penciling it. Where now is that um, right now we are on the third issue, third of five, we finished two and, um, there is, I should send you, um, I think I sent you a link to it before, but I can resend it to you and then you can put in your show notes if you'd like, For sure. um, yeah. that people can, um, get, get their copy of it, uh, through, through Arsini.
0: Honestly, I have looked this up too. If you just Google turtles forever war, it's like one of the first two things to pop up. <laughs> yeah. It's it's super easy. It's really it's like, it's like, I, I had not heard about it before we spoke. Uh, Cause I interviewed you for a separate thing recently. Um, but I Googled it afterwards and it pops up and it's weird because I hadn't, like I said, I didn't follow uh, adventures that closely, but I knew that cover with, I don't know if he's dead or not, but Donnie hanging from shredder. Like I knew that. And I was like, how does that not already, uh, uh, it's pretty dead. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, so I, and that uh,
1: cover, by the way, that cover was next issue, the Forever okay. War. That was then. If, if you look at the 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 last issue of the book, that one's plugged as coming up next, mm. and then nothing came up next. So Got that it. also fed into the frenzy.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> cover. Like I said, I, I was shocked that this never existed because I was like, no, I know this comic book. I <laughs> like. <laughs> So you're yeah, in the three okay. now. How yep. much of what you're doing now is what was used back then, and how much of it is new stuff, both artwork and story? Um,
1: so the first issue is uh, is is what we did before. Okay. Uh, I think um, Arseny got uh, through whatever he was working with. Um, he he got the first issue done. Um, and then the second issue, uh, I had the first half of it penciled and then I just tightened up what uh what um was super rough previously and now we're into um brand new stuff brand new stuff as far as writing and artwork is concerned um and they don't have Murph's notes to go on. Um Arsini contacted Steve Murphy and asked him if he want to be a part of this and, and Murph said that he doesn't have like the, the warmest memories of his time with the turtles. So he would rather not get involved, but he, um, you know, wishes us all the best. So great. You know, I, 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 I will not question him, you know, I'll respect his, his, his uh, stance. And, um, Arsini has somebody who's writing the book with him again, should have my freaking index cards. <laughs> <laughs> um who's doing a great job um who's who's out of america and really knows um the the characters as well um so uh yeah it's a uh, don't really know what else to say about it it's just it's just it's just it's it's doing i I'm, I'm excited to be back into it
0: do we know uh approximately when it's going to be uh when it's going to be out there or- um well I
1: believe uh, people have told me that they've gotten the first issues, the first two issues um, already are are floating around. So, um, yeah. Uh, Let me see. Here it is. I'm reading. Yeah, I don't know who wrote it with him. (laughs) That's fine. I'm embarrassed.
0: No, I'm no, no, embarrassed. No. It's hard to give us some of the spot too. Like I <laughs> I didn't send you my questions beforehand, so that's... I'm
1: not getting old, I swear.
0: You know, um getting into the details of the Andrew Modine. Oh, sorry. Andrew Modine. Andrew Modine. Okay. Cool. Yep. And <laughs> writing now um the last uh two three issues um and yeah, I mean, I I thought it was going to be a collected book. I had no idea there was original. There was actually issue by issue. That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, very cool. And what's it been like? Like, did you have to like? Have you been drawing turtles this entire time, or did you kind of have to like refresh yourself in some way?
1: I've mean, I didn't have to refresh myself much about it. Um, okay. I'd been I'd been drawing it off and on for for a while. I hadn't really been doing it professionally, but I mean, people would geek out whenever they would hear about me, and I was I was constantly. like drawing the characters um uh i i came back and drew them for uh tales from the tmnt and it was the only the only character that always gave me trouble was getting a feel for was splinter i never quite felt like i got him to feel like a rat Hmm. um but i always I, i always wanted i always was my tendency would be to draw him more heroic and 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 tall and you know a father figure and standing up and I never I mean, I never I ended up making him look more like, I don't know Wiley e. Coyote or something, but <laughs> not a rat. I, near the end, I started giving him larger Mickey Mouse ears, and that helped a little bit more. And then when I came back, when we were doing the Trevor War, and I started. I was really playing with his character and I really started to draw him more rat-like and Arsenio was like, no, 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 no. Draw him like he did before. Everybody ah. wants that. I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> I would say about 60% of splinters look like dogs. So yeah, he looks like, it looks like a dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time he looks like a dog and then makes <laughs> yeah. whiskers on him. So it's like, Oh, that's, that means he's a rat, I guess. But buck teeth and whiskers.
1: Yeah. Okay. He's <laughs> a dog with buck teeth and whiskers. You know, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> mutagen. Who knows what it does. Could have you know what, his dog
0: <laughs> you know even with your turtles though i feel like um looking back at the art like it, your style kind of changed a little bit over time i mean it, it uh, got
1: more streamlined I, I got more um yeah I, I i started i almost started treating them like animation models cuz you know mm-hmm. you would do it so quickly um you have to uh, uh like i remember i i i started um, starting each character. Cause I had, um, one of those, uh, uh, circular little circle, um, stencils, like okay. think thing of like the little sheet of like 500 different circle sizes. And I always start a turtle with, I would sketch his head and then I would drop one of the circle stencils on to give his head like a, a, a very specific circle shape. And that was because like a lot of artists that would have a tendency to drift to either the right or the left. Hmm. So I wanted to use the circle thing to, um, to keep it from doing that. And that had a tendency to, um, you know, make their head. Cause when I first started drawing, they were more squat they're more open. Yeah. They were chunkier. Yeah. Yeah. They were chunkier. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but it was, I don't know. I just, I think as, as I started drawing them, there was, I, I don't know, just things just drift. They evolved. That just felt more natural. Um, having them be a little bit taller, um, I always I always wanted them to I always felt like ninjas would be a little slimmer. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if they're being acrobatic. You know, somehow they're trying to be acrobats with this big shell stuck on their back.
0: <laughs> you know, I gotta say that too. One thing that I've always loved from the the um the Archie run, especially when I was a kid, um, was I love future Raphael and Donatello. Like I I mm-hmm. don't know what it is, what, what I'm taking with that version of them so much, but Raph with the eye patch and the hat, and Donnie with that coat. Like, I love those versions of the Turtles. I really do.
1: And, you know, they, they had a chance to shine on their own because they were the only two that came back in time to help with the mutant Animals that time. Yeah. So, I mean, they got more uh, screen time, so to speak. We never really got to, to know future Leo and Mike to the same degree.
0: Yeah. Did you, de- did you design all four of those? Yep. Those guys I did. I'm curious. What was the? I don't know. Do you recall what the reasoning was as to why each turtle looked ended up looking the way they did a hundred years in the future?
1: Um, sort of. I mean, I figured Mikey would have like a glorified lab coat. Um, so that was that was that big thing he was wearing. Um, I think. Um, and you know, Raph was. Uh the stereotype, the cliche of, you know, he's going to be a badass. So we'll show that he's a badass by the fact that he's missing an eye. Sure. And he was the one who's, whose costume drifted the least because I, I felt like, you know, he would be the one that was keeping it the most pure, you mm-hmm. know, um, carrying the flame. Um, Mike, I did, I gave him the the varsity jacket because you know that was more being like goofy you know um lending itself to his character more and with the bandana on top rather than the entire mask and leo i thought was i just gave him uh the jacket but um he's not i gave him not wearing a mask anymore because i felt like he's you know, evolved to the point where he's moved on, and he's um, now he's the teacher. He's got his own dojo, and he's he doesn't feel any. Re- Plus, there are other mutants around. There's that um, Babylon mutant and things. So I don't really feel like they would have the need to stay hidden the same way they did before. So I, I gave it a little bit of thought. I think Mikey was being nostalgic by holding on to his. I think Mikey's nostalgia with the orange bandana was healthier than raps. Sure. Who, was, who didn't want to let go of his identity as, like, you know, I almost see, saw Raf in that as more like, you know, the high school football hero. <laughs> it was
0: like you know. reliving his glory days kind of thing? Yeah,
1: kind of yeah. thing, which, you know, now that I'm saying it out loud, puts an unhealthy spin on his current girlfriend in the future because she's another Ninjara
0: analog. <laughs> Yeah, I was I, like I, I when I saw that I was like, wait a minute, is she who are they related? It's very uh yeah. <laughs> Raph
1: as a type. Raph as a type. Yeah. Originally yeah. I thought of it as Raph as a type. Yeah. And then but now I'm like I'm almost thinking like, Oh, wow, now that I'm saying all this stuff out loud and he's like the football hero naming his glory days, and like, oh that poor that poor whatever animal woman she is, does she know what she's gotten herself into? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, like it's weird because sort also, of right now almost feel bad for her. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also the one telling like younger Raphael to kinda of chill out, but you realize that he's probably even more damaged by the time you get to know him a little better.
1: I always thought Raph was the most damaged or, or the one that was carrying the most baggage out yeah. of all the characters. He uh he's he I always found him as somebody the, the one who was the least sure of himself. Hmm. Because he
0: projects so, so much of that. For, it, for sure yeah you know i'm curious too like well uh there was when you get to the future arc uh shredder comes back and i mean like that's one of the few times where like it seems to resemble other turtle properties a little more i'm curious do you know why you guys brought back shredder because for the most part he was gone for a long time i don't know
1: <laughs> i don't know um a lot of the times i don't i hate saying you don't know even though i i hate saying i don't know because but even though that's a perfectly valid answer, I'm often told. But yeah. I still feel the need to speculate. So I sure. will speculate away. And my guess is um if if we were using a um if we were doing a time travel thing that opened it up to bringing a back bring back some besties, bests of. I mean sure. you could um and maybe um in Murph's mind it made a little bit more sense than somehow Palpatina survived
0: um so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it works and, and he's not the goofy shredder uh from the cartoon but it's it i was surprised when he's back in and i was like oh and it it works great but i was just like it was a surprising move i mean like uh hitler's brain was very much at a
1: <laughs> at a left field that was ridiculous that was and, I, and and i always hear about that from people when they go like um when i talk about my time in the book and they're like oh yeah we had hitler's brain in there and they're like you, you what <laughs> yeah um yeah it was it got not- we, we, we were not supervised
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you know, Hitler's brain shows up that's great um you want to talk a little bit about mutanables because i'd be uh, i'd be remiss if we didn't discuss them a little mm-hmm. bit ago. um I will try. Uh, I mean, you did for the most part. They were handled by other artists, but you had yes. here and there for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: They, 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 there was a crossover here and there, but yeah, for the most part, they were handled by other artists. Um, you know, I got to uh, 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 that the big crossover where they were they were first uh, crossed over the turtles and they fought the uh, the Satan guy, and then this, and I was there to. Uh, to put them to bed, to kill them, and I don't know why they they killed them off. You know, that's, that's,
0: that was question. what fan free too was like because you I, I hate to I hate to say this, but they're kind of killed off unceremoniously. Very much so. Like in the back, they're actually it said in the backstories, and they're like they're like dead now because like, I knew they were gonna die. I I'd always liked the animals, but like I said, my stories weren't complete. So I read through it recently. I was like, oh, that's. That's it. Like I was just so just disip- because they're amazing characters that were the most viable team outside the turtles. And yeah, they were kind of let go in a rather I don't know unceremonious. I, I, and I, and I don't know why. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, uh, was it was it they didn't want to publish them anymore? Or they weren't they weren't popular. They weren't making money. So maybe they were expendable, and so it became um, it became something they were able to. Uh, to kill off and and you know almost like a whole group of of animals in fridges i mean you know for to 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 give the turtles like to, to make it feel like things were really serious with the turtles i, I was <laughs> referring to the women in fridges troop um but so maybe it was that you know but they were this was a time when we i think a lot of people didn't know what they had as far as um the level of popularity these characters might end up being sometime. we were They were just kind of like playing around with them. And um, we actually didn't even know if the Turtles themselves as a property were gonna be like super popular and last forever. I mean, when it did start to ebb around 95, um, there was every reason to believe, like the third Turtles movie came out and tanked, which by the way, I did the uh, adaptation for. Um, oh yeah, oh cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to go to uh, my only Hollywood premiere. It wasn't even a Hollywood premiere; it was a local New York premiere. I got to go to a, uh, a, a movie premiere, and it was Turtles Three. Oh, that's
0: awesome! <laughs> that's the first movie I remember seeing in the theaters. I don't—I I remember seeing this, but that's the first movie I remember going to the theater to see was Turtles Three. <laughs> I have uh,
1: uh, so obviously, I have a warm spot in my heart for that one.
0: I do too, <laughs> and I know it gets a lot of hate, but I still quite—and I, I know that it, there's lots of it that isn't good, but I still very much love it. So. <laughs> Um, but
1: I think that we just didn't know what we had for the most part and the mutanimals might even have been like yeah we took a shot with the mutanimals and they didn't uh, really catch on so let's kill them off it could have been just something as easy as that
0: but there's like now other iterations of the mutanimals I mean, I yeah because
1: people I'm grew sure up and, them. and remember yeah. them
0: fondly and yeah. you
1: know they're in positions of, of, of decision making power and you know and, and everybody's building on things they loved in their childhood. Yeah. And, you know, so Mutanimals are one of them and, and I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that they're coming back and I will happily ride this wave for as long as I can.
0: <laughs> did you, uh, did you have any part in the ill-fated uh, Mutanimals cartoon or know anything about it?
1: No. Oh, okay. Now it's my turn to say, oh. like, I don't know anything about that. There was a, there was a Mutanimals cartoon.
0: They were trying forever. I think it was Steve. Le- I had Steve Levine on this a little while ago and I, completely regret now i will be googling like crazy after this yeah no look them up there <laughs> so there's a lot of artwork uh so it was um i thought it was steve murphy and 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 steve levine uh maybe ryan brown was involved too um but they were trying to sell a mutant cartoon um uh, uh murakami wolf swenson said no we're not interested because they'd already sold most of those characters as toys anyway, like Leatherhead and Flags. So right. So why are we going to spend the money on it? Right.
1: Well, but so, you don't know. I mean, because this the show could have really created some real interest. That
0: was dumb. I know, and Ninjara was going to be on the show. Uh, so there's, <sighs> and the artwork isn't. It doesn't it, like it, uh, I would think it would look like like Mitroni, but streamlined. But it's a little bit different than that. Um, but there was going to be a, a whole cartoon for it. They, I, I, uh, so. Um, uh, uh, more calmly, Will swenson said no. They went to another company that was maybe going to happen with, and this was around the same time as the Mutanimals comic. So the cartoon got a no. The comic got canceled. Oh, sorry, the comic got canceled. I think the the comic, the cartoon later on after that got a no. And the hope was that if the comic, if the cartoon got a yes, then they bring the comic back. But with no toys, there was no cartoon. With no cartoon, there was no comic. Any uh, no revival of the comic, so it all kind of fell apart. And that's when they killed the Mutanimals. But even then, I think they killed them heroically because they were fucking awesome. But yep. um, no, there was uh, an ill-fated Mutanimals cartoon that was originally going to be part of the Turtles cartoon. Then, oh, I'm
1: looking at the page and I'm looking at the the sketch for Ninjara, and I'm so happy that she was not realized this way. <laughs> that's that's so terrible. It's not her. No, it's not her. It's she's wearing pink pajamas, and her nose is pink. This is.
0: Well, you need to know she's a girl and that's how cartoons...
1: Oh, she's girl. got giant pits. Come on. You
0: <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell it through character. She's very pink. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean I am just that's one of those things where, like what what might have been. I'm I, I'm yeah, no, that's a uh, wow. faded uh animals cartoon, so.
1: I actually can't tell if I'm sad or happy this was never. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and it's weird too because like like leather, there would have been two versions of leatherhead out there which is very strange um yeah I, I don't i don't know how it could have worked if it wasn't if it wasn't directly spun off of the cartoon that was already on tv i cannot see how it would have worked so
1: wow um i'm 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 looking under TMNT entity um website yeah and yeah. I got a big write-up of it and um Looks terrible. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, no, it
0: look great. But I want to know. I want to know.
1: I want to know about it. So I, this is the first time hearing about it. That's so I'm, crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm loving this. Yeah. Now, here's a question for you Please. that um that I should know the answer to. Do you know who came up with Cuddly the Cowlick? Because that is my son's number one favorite character. Because he says that is the single most ridiculous turtles character. That he's ever, that's
0: ever appeared. <laughs> really, really I don't know. I I think the earliest books with him must have been Mitron. He predates me, it's like a Mitron. So he thing. was in the Mitroni book. He looks like a Mitroni character. I mean, he's yeah. like yeah. that level of like Looney Tunes shit. It's it's great. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's like, and he is probably the most ridiculous. Well, and I don't know if you know this. Um, the the 2012 the CGI Nickelodeon cartoon snuck cuddly into its comic. That's wonderful. <laughs> so okay have you ever if you're in i don't know if you show this to your kid or whatever uh go and um the there's a, a season where they're in space for half the season and like they're talking about like the the six space gods or whatever the hell it is like these are the six magical space creatures and like they focus on one or two of them but in the background you see like a steer's head with like a little motor on or like a little jetpack on it and that's like the tiniest little reference to cuddly but it was like i paused the screen and like yelled at it it was amazing it he's canon now he's canon now yeah it was just <laughs> so cool like I, but i like cuddly is probably the craziest it's
1: like when they sneak references to uh, the animated series into modern star trek <laughs> yeah
0: it, it was just such a weird like and the fact that they like like i said the smallest little detail it was cuddly the calic but yeah he's uh probably the most ridiculous character i don't know who made him though i would guess it would be the same thing as probably ryan brown but it was it could have been yeah yeah because i mean maybe it was
1: was like because i'm wondering it was such an odd 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 character that i'm wondering if it was like there has to have been some history behind there instead of like I, i can't imagine that it just came organically out of we need some way to get through space. How about a giant cow head? I feel like there has to be a, there's got to be a story back there.
0: Sure. <laughs> we got a ship or anything like that. We need a giant cow head that can swallow. The, like, the, yeah. the and spit them out. They have and like, like, they, like, there's talking trees and other shit like that. But
1: oh, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, the craziest <laughs> thing is definitely coming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I have to travel in his mouth.
0: Yeah. And it's, like, I, I love that every time they do that, all the characters complain about it yeah because it's gross <laughs> <laughs> you know let me ask you uh that uh speaking of that part of the run did you have to draw Raph in the black suit at all was that yeah your run yeah he, he
1: came back from chase and he's like this black suit this is badass i'm a ninja why haven't i been doing this all my life
0: i love black suit Raph. I like i know <laughs> it's stuck with me since forever too Is i loved black suit raphael and i'm curious like do you know why they didn't Stick with it. They eventually have to bring it back to RAF, but I love. Black I think rac-
1: they brought it back to la- to, to regular be for for just straight up marketing. It's like sure. look, the turtles wear different color bandanas. Yeah, we can't have this guy running around in a black suit. Yes, you know, was so awesome.
0: And like yeah. he's like all the rest of them have these dumb. Well, I don't know. Do you know the origins of those suits?
1: Of the the colored suits?
0: Oh oh suits. Oh,
1: oh! The the no. The wrestling. No. Suits, so the wrestling suits the wrestling were going to be. So, so oh. I think the first time they went to the wrestling um world was before
0: me yeah that was lawson yeah
1: yeah that was lawson so when when they went back under mine i just reused their same suits they were given their same their same
0: costumes so they were developed by eastman laird as like let's change up the turtles early on in the mirage run but they never used them uh and then once um uh they needed wrestling suits so they can fight that dog creature uh crying yes in the in the adventures book they borrowed that but they came from adventure uh designs by eastman the laird to just let's switch things up for the turtles because they all look the same and nobody can know who's who anyway right but no, they, that's where they came from was was from a failed idea from the mirage comic
1: that's funny you see that's what i'm looking for with the cowhead that's the no, kind of backstory I, I want with the cowhead
0: i don't know <laughs> I, i'm sorry I, i'm sorry I, just, I, want, I want a reason for the cowhead <laughs> I'm still waiting for my cuddly action playset. I
1: know it's <laughs> the <a> big cowhead.
0: I would have been flying here next to the turtle and everything else. Like, that would be With an amazing thing, to action. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, I, that covers. You know what I want to ask you about before I let you go? Um, sure. The return to uh, the uh, the Archie verse that you guys did for the 30th anniversary. Yes. Um, how did that come about? Like, what did you get? Like, where, did you get the call out of the blue? That's
1: happen- call out of the blue. Got the call out of the blue. Um, and it was um, the, the 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 gentleman who was the editor for IDW just um to me. I mean, in the in the, the modern era, the 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 future that we're living in, um, you know, everybody's fairly easy to find, and you sure. know, um, like the my messenger i am pinged or i forget which one of the 15 different ways you get a hold of somebody pinged and he's like hey we're doing the 30th anniversary you want to be a part of it like, sure i awesome. mean i'm an art whore i will draw anything for anybody I, as, you know here's a funny, here's a, one of funny stories is that um not soon after the book was um canceled um but I, it hadn't. I don't know if it was still common knowledge or it had just been canceled. Um, I was invited to be a guest at um, Anthro and Anthrocon, the furry con, and I had not known what what and who furries were at the time, and uh, <laughs> I, only I thought this, I thought that this was just people really into. Um, anthropomorphic animals which it's true but i didn't know that there was the whole fursona thing and um and went there and then i started seeing all of the uh you know baseball and football mascots walking around i'm like oh this is like a thing and people would bring me um their sketchbooks and say can you put 10 pages of naked ninjara in here and i would be like yeah sure i don't care (laughs) (laughs) So yes, I will happily draw whatever you want.
0: <laughs> no, I know what to commission from you. <laughs> yes, That's you would not be hilarious. the first,
1: or nor nor do I doubt the last.
0: <laughs> so um uh would be, so you got the call out of the blue was um was uh Steve Murphy already involved at that point or do you know or I
1: believe so I believe so. Or um, or as far as I know, maybe that they were uh, contacting us concurrently. I mean, you know, sent out a couple of messages at once. I mean, um, I was, I was, I would have been on board no matter what. I don't, I don't know what Steve's response was. I think he was happy to, I think it was okay to do it because it was the anniversary and it was only going to be like five pages, like a quick sure. one and done sure. thing. Yeah. Um, I guess he didn't want to commit to the full forever war uh, slog. Sure.
0: But, you know. Uh, I mean, it's a cool little revisit. I mean, like, and I love, I so I'm too. a huge Bebop and Rock City fan, so having them come back, yeah. being like, the kind of full circle of, like, now they don't even want to fight anybody. They're just, like... I
1: did do my homework. I did read your article on Mel right before we oh. got together, and it was very sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you are that kind of represented to me, like, the, the kind of, like, truest version of their friendship, where they're just, like, they're not fight, like, they don't have to worry about rent or anything like that. They just, they get to kind of live their lives, and they're, like, they don't want to even fight or anything even when Raphael attacks them, they're just kind of like chill now yeah
1: that's yep
0: i am really i really love that revisit and i'm curious do you happen to know and this doesn't matter i'm just curious uh when it takes place because ninja's there the black suit's there or was it just like let's get all the cool little shit in and not just to
1: throw this cool shit in i mean it, cool. it, it it takes place like you know, I don't. I don't think Murph cared about that. He just wanted. Sure. He was revisiting a time, like uh my guesses, like a little bubble, when, like right before, like a little pause in their adventures in the middle of adventures. Like you could shoehorn that in somewhere. Oh yeah,
0: there's plenty know? of places it could fit for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it was a nice like I remember, and the 30th anniversary thing was cool altogether. But for some reason, that little three-page, four-page thing like stood out to me as being like. Holy, like I don't know. That was more memory lane to me than anything else. It was great. <laughs> it was really cool. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I mean,
1: like I said, I'm. I, it's. It's. I. I still. I'm learning how to graciously accept everyone's glee.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it really, like you said, the I mean, and it's a subtle difference between what the cartoon did and what you did, at least to a ten-year-old or whatever. But like. Because it's not that different. Like there's tons of gritty versions of the turtles now, you know, yes, and like and they're all awesome, like Santa Lugo and other awesome guys who do really cool shit. But like the turtles then couldn't stray too far from what like the model sheets of the of the cartoon. So like you got right. you, I mean, the
1: regular the real turtles book was gritty as hell, right. And you know, we were we were like gritty light, <laughs> yeah,
0: but again, but the storytelling a lot more involved and i'm sorry than anything mirage did just because it had a through line
1: because where- you had well as the um as disney learned to i'm sure i hope to their chagrin it helps when you're writing uh multi-chapter stories to have you know one person mm-hmm. writing
0: them <laughs> As short, I refer
1: yeah. to the uh, Star Wars sequels,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it gives like, there's a sense of scope, which is again like the first time. I, I mean, uh, and IDW uh, met that 72 issue record uh, a couple years ago, but for a long time, for 20 plus years, like that was the longest running Turtle series and the most consistent through line throughout any of it. It was great. Mm. Thank you. Um, you know, the last little bit I want to ask you about uh, is just uh, who's your favorite Turtle.
1: I don't have one. I really I swear to God. I swear to God, they're um, they're I they're like family. I don't have a favorite turtle. I I love everything. I love different aspects about all of them. And then, um like people expect, a lot of people's favorite is Raph because he's such a tough bastard. But I've always said like he's he's the most insecure, um, the the most to prove. I I love Leo because he's the most um, you know i think self-assured you know um Mm. he's i don't know if he's the smartest but he's he's probably the turtle that i would most want to be like Mm. um um, mike is probably the one that's most comfortable with himself um not the smartest one but he doesn't care and i respect that i you know i think i respect Um, Something about all of them and I love something about all of them and they and and the way that they just mesh together to create a whole You know there and obviously Donnie is is I I'm a a nerd. I'm a geek too. And I love to tinker like he does so um, You know and and I see them all as 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 parts of one organic being and um they're 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 all sections of a brain and they work best when they are together and when they're on their own i think they are a little bit lost For sure. um, i think the future turtles like when they went their separate ways um they they needed to they needed to grow up and go their separate ways but you know they were not as complete you know and they had to do it and i always felt that way they needed to be together um you know and that might have been a by i always thought that that was like a byproduct of the fact that they outlived master splinter and who would have been you know the 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 glue that would hold them together um as as often happens with families but you know you can only move so far away from your family you're like no matter how far you go they'll always pull you back but you know, I, just, I don't have
0: a favorite. I I love them all. <laughs> That's fine. Do you have a Do you have a favorite mutant animal by any chance?
1: Um, probably Mondo. He's most like Mike. <laughs> He's a fun character for sure.
0: Yep. Uh, honestly, Chris, uh, that really covers everything I want to ask you. Yeah, I appreciate you talking for this long. And I, honestly, it was just a a great. I didn't
1: have to talk to my kid. This is great. <laughs>
0: Well honestly, like I said, the, the, the Archie series means a lot to a lot of people. So I, I really appreciate talking to you. Thanks so much for your time. This is great. Thank
1: you, sir. We'll we'll we will communicate still. You I I doubt I'll be able to get rid of you. That's probably true.
0: <laughs> 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 Thank you so much. That was great. I really appreciate it. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Right. Leonardo leads
1: Donatello's dust machine. That's the fact, Jack. Raphael is cool,
0: but through. Give me a break. Michelangelo is a party dude.